Yo, I'm Chad. And this is Eric. And together we are... Thank you. Thank you for coming back. We're about to drop some ridiculousness on you. Oh, yeah. Later on today, I'm going to do my famous summer movie preview. Oh. Gonna give you the top ten awesomest movies you gotta go fucking see <laughs> this summer. Yes. Rarely have your summer movie previews been wrong. Exactly. I mean, like... Uh, I think last year, last year there was what, like ten, thirteen uh, summer blockbuster action movies. I usually go see on average twelve or thirteen. This year I'm gonna try and pare it down to ten. You know, save some money. Pretty busy. Mm-hmm. So uh, these are actually the ten that I'm going to try and see. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's funny because I was just joking with somebody. I was like, oh wow, yeah. That, that I think I might go to that movie. Like yes. one, one a year. Yes, yeah, this is Eric's list of the 10 coolest movies that Chad will not see. <laughs> no, but, you know, when we get together, I, uh, um, I'm i hoping that you will bring them to our, to our get-together so I can watch them and we can all uh, have a laugh. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but before I get into that, I have some pretty important news. Dude, what's, what's, what's so important that it has to bump the summer movie list? This is pretty awesome. I think you're going to like this. Okay. Our show, The Jumpman Podcast... Mm-hmm. Has now been downloaded fifty thousand times. Holy crap! Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. And like Kevin <laughs> Kevin Smith does that in like an episode. Yes, while <laughs> eating French fries. Yes, <laughs> we did that in three years. Uh, almost uh, three two, years. Two, and, two and a half years. All right. Two and a half years. Let's. I dig let's, that. Let's. Yeah, man, that's cool. I mean, you know, we managed to trick people 50,000 times into clicking on our podcast that's right you know re- uh, <laughs> if it weren't for retroware we would have had boobs in the image of every single episode so people would click on it i'd like to go back to that boobs actually this is some <laughs> wonder woman strippers was a classic episode i know i know and that was the one that broke us i was like what do you mean what do you mean it wasn't even nudity and they're like yeah. no dudes this is bullshit yeah well well what do you think maniac should we go back to boobs every episode boobs because <laughs> no, i can, can just fart on about tits all day i mean you know we've got some uh female listeners we can we can talk about dicks occasionally what? too if we need to hey man the the great thing about chicks is that they appreciate a good set of knockers that's true no especially, what. especially when you call them that <laughs> <laughs> well it's like it's like you know you just have them on your door yeah. i mean some of them some, I mean, it's an extraordinary thing, Eric. I mean, I've seen video of a woman crushing a beer can, full beer can, with her breast. Oh yeah, I've seen that. It's, it's crazy. Awesome. It's pretty. It's like sad. it's like a deadly weapon. They are, man. It's, it's like I mean, that's that's why Steven Seagal got fat because he was like, <laughs> I need more than two hands and two legs to kick ass. Dude. I'm gonna grow two floppy titties. Oh my god! So wait, wait, wait. wait. So it would be like Dragon Ball Z, where like. Uh, <laughs> Goku Seagal takes off his shirt and his man boobs go boom, boom. Yes. like when he takes off the tra- like Piccolo takes off the training hat and you're like oh my god he's been wearing a training bra that's like 500 pounds yeah they had to use the scouter on his <laughs> on his uh, tatas and they're like it's off the charts <laughs> the scouter breaks and by the way it's only appropriate that while talking about how we've been downloaded 50,000 times mm. that we joke about Steven Seagal because oh. we've probably made 50,000 Seagal uh, references in these episodes. And we're going to make 50,000 more. Yeah. So buckle up. Yeah. So, dude, <laughs> I, just, I just watched, uh, really briefly, I just watched the first half of, one, like, uh, what was it? I and I posted this uh, article about, like, okay, you got to watch these four anime series. This is, like, the to-watch anime series of 2013. Ah. I watched, I, I just looked for the most ridiculous title, which was The Devil is a Part-Timer. Okay. Which which the premise is that the devil gets kicked out of hell and has to take a part-time job to survive. And I was like, wow, that sounds actually pretty funny. It wasn't. Oh. Oh, sadly. It's more just like, if you want to learn about Japan, this is the cartoon for you. In that, like, these two bumbling devils... Uh, and a very realistic, not very cartoony at all, cartoon, bumping around Japan, learning about the police, where to get a job, how to get a house, you know, um, et cetera, et cetera. I only was the first time, <laughs> I watched the first half of the first episode, and I was like, oh, God, it's boring. This is like the PBS of anime. <laughs> I know. Well, actually, no, do, do you remember when we were in, um, I think it was Hawaii, there was this show, we only get like one channel, and that was like the Japanese channel. And uh, there was this show that we'd run like every 15 minutes about like what to do if you're a Japanese tourist in Hawaii. 
and it was like and it was these two bumbling guys and uh there was this one great episode where they were like running around trying to because they really had to go to the bathroom and mm. so they would go into each place and they'd be like excuse me do you have a toilet and uh and whoever was talking to them would be like oh you mean a bathroom and they'd be like what <laughs> and they would immediately think like you know like taking a bath no they go to the next place and they'd be like oh you mean the laboratory and they'd be like laboratory what <laughs> and it was it was like the wacky adventures except it was really actually wacky the devil and his like companion it's like it's like weeaboos would only laugh at these kind of jokes you know what i mean it's like it's humor that only works in japan and i'm just like god i just want it to be like invader zim Oh, well, nothing will ever quite be like Invader Zim, unfortunately. I know. I guess I'm just going to go back and watch some episodes of yes, Invader Zim. that's what you need to do. Yeah, dude. Especially anything involving Gur and tacos. I know. Well, do you, did you see the Space Meat episode? Yes. <laughs> he, goes, he goes to the fast food store and the guy's like, let me tell you about this, the amazing story of Space Meat. Oh, Invader Zim. You're the best. Genius. Genius. Yeah, so, uh, you know, anyone that's been downloading us for 50,000 times, buckle up for my summer movie preview. I'm, I'm excited. I'm salivating because the one movie that I want to see is coming out really soon. Yes. Yeah, so here we go. First of all, this is kind of like the honorable mention portion. Mm-hmm. Here are five movies that I will not be seeing, but I will rent when they come out on video <laughs> so it's like it's like you know these are these are these could be blockbusters mm-hmm. but you just you just kind of look at them and you and you're like well you know what if i had to predict ones that are gonna kind of miss the mark or maybe they they'll they'll make a lot of money but they're not quite i don't need i don't need to see them in the theater i'll mm-hmm. probably i, I want to watch them but you know i want to i want to rent it in my own home so i can pause it take a piss if i want to or something word so that would be fast and furious six Starring, right, a, starring the rock a, yeah aka the rock and the furious part two yeah exactly so you know i mean the the preview looks pretty fucking cool you know i just don't need to spend 12 bucks in the theater for it but no, I, I will be i will be renting it but i mean they come out every two years so i just rent one every two years and we're good that's funny how it's like you know like those action movies like uh that just keep more get more and more sequels it's like they finally figured out what like godzilla and all those japanese institutions were about they're like, dude, if you just release something and make it more ridiculous, people will go see it. Like, in that yeah, same uh, franchise. Yeah, until they get sick of it. Yes, until so, until little Godzilla ruins everything. Yeah, until Jason goes to hell. Yeah, so. well, and then he was in space, and they were attacked. I th- I, did you watch in, uh, Jason X? Of course I did. In the, I think uh, I may have seen that in the movie theater. <laughs> that, was, that was, I think that was the most fun I had watching a slasher flick. Yeah, because they had fun with it. Yeah. You know, they're like, why don't you poke your head out and see if he's still there? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and then he came out looking like the fucking future Mighty Duck. I know. So. Well, they kill, they, they, they slice him in half, but then they conveniently leave him on this um, on this super soldier creating machine. Yeah, it's like nanobite technology. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh shit, Nano Jason has a nano hatchet. Yeah. He's coming for you. It's fun. Uh, I will also be waiting to rent Hangover 3. Mm. Uh, this actually does look good. You know, Hangover 1, awesome. Hangover mm. 2, the exact opposite. It's oh. fucking terrible. You know, a second grader watched the first Hangover and just rewrote it and called it Hangover 2. It's so fucking bad. Damn. Worst sequel ever, possibly. Hmm. That bad. But Hangover 3, the previews looked pretty good. It looked like they learned from their from mistakes, but, you know, uh, you, you, already, you bit me last time. You disappointed me last time. I don't, I don't got room for that, so I will be renting Hangover 3. Gotcha. Uh, After Earth, that's Will Smith, Jaden Smith, and M. Night Shyamalan. Wait a second. I don't, even, I don't even know about this movie, but <laughs> After Earth? Dude, they already made a movie called After Earth. Yeah, it's like AE yeah, well, yeah, no. 2016 or whatever the hell it was. With like the kangaroo, yeah, the this, kangaroo Janine Garofalo. Yeah, the whole log line is like Will Smith is the is the universe's toughest warrior, and then he crashes on the most hospitable planet in the universe, Earth. <laughs> what? And like Earth, Earth doesn't have humans on anymore. They just have like huge killing animals, and Will Smith is injured. So Jason, Jaden, the Karate Kid, must work <laughs> together and save them. And M Night Shyamalan swears that there's not going to be a twist. Seriously. But Will Smith is going to be, like, stuck in a ship, like, injured. So who gives a shit? 
Well, it's like it's yet another thing where he's like, oh, everybody see my movie. I'm Will Smith. By the way, my kid is taking over the franchise. Yeah. One of so. these days, what is this? The, kill is, the kid is going to kill Will Smith, absorb him, have like a little lightning show like the Highlander, and just be <laughs> done with it. I don't know. It's very soon. Uh, I will be renting the Wolverine. Mm-hmm. Just saw the preview. Not impressed. Uh, went, I was tricked into seeing Wolverine, X-Men Origins Wolverine a couple years ago. Really right. wasn't that good at all. You know, for what it was, I didn't think it was that bad. A lot of people came away from it with like low expectations, and they were like, okay, all right, well, they, they fucked Deadpool, but um, Deadpool in the beginning was okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the first 20 minutes was awesome. Then the movie sucks after that. Yeah. And and Gambit was stupid. Yes. And then the last the last one I'm going to rent instead of going to see would be World War Z. You know, a lot's been said. The preview looks 5,000 times different than the book. You know, they mm-hmm. went complete different directions. Um, but the preview did look good, but they had a lot of problems, a lot of rewrites and stuff. So I don't know sure if I'm going to put my money down in the theater. So I'll, I'll rent that one. Yeah, I don't want. I actually, out of all the things you would rent, uh, that was the one where I just don't want to see it because it looks like it looks like the same treatment that they did with uh, Spielberg's War of the Worlds. You know, mm-hmm. where it's like, well, well, let's just take this classic thing that everybody knows and fuck it. Yeah, make it about one family and an aging star. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. In fact, I think I think maybe like somebody out there is going to see this movie and then I I pre- I predict. Somebody will make that article, Eric. We'll put it out to the world and be like, Tom Cruise is Brad Pitt in War of the Worlds and the yeah. same mistakes and blah, blah, blah. Well, the only cool thing is I'm a big fan of ants, and the zombies are kind of like ants. There's a couple scenes where they're like literally crawling on top of each other to get over a wall to kill humans. Hmm. They have like a hive mentality. So I was like, oh, I mean, that's kind of cool. I mean, that's I mean, it's, it's different. It hasn't been done with zombies yet, but like... Do you have to call it World War Z? Why don't you just call it, like, the ant people yeah. something? Well, you know, them. this gives it credibility for the book people, I guess, or something. They, they should just call it Them too. you know? Yeah. Them! <laughs> All right, here's the top ten. Okay. Now, of course, this isn't going to be the ten best for everyone out there. It's going to be the ten best for me and for the 50,000 clicks. <laughs> if you've been listening to our podcast, you, know, you fucking know what you're going to get here. <laughs> all right number 10 just making the list lone ranger on july 3rd i can't help it i'm a fan really? of lone ranger i grew up my first hero as a kid lone ranger this is the very definition of a popcorn flick mm-hmm. you know it's it's kind of like pirates of the caribbean in cowboy times <laughs> including johnny depp as tonto it's going to mm-hmm. go one of two ways johnny depp is either going to be like charming and funny or really annoying just being another <laughs> oddball character again and he's well, gonna take away from the lone ranger that's his thing man either in hollywood you're either a uh, uh I, actually i was gonna say you're either a this or you're a method actor and i forgot the first one uh, i think you're a sam jackson or you're a method actor well like he was a good oddball in pirates mm-hmm. you know he was a good oddball in charlie and chocolate factory Word. he was a terrible oddball in alice in wonderland and yes. he was a terrible oddball in pirates 4 <laughs> <laughs> right so you know it like johnny depp goes one way or the other so we'll see if he's too much but lone ranger it sticks to the storyline in the beginning all the texas rangers get slaughtered mm-hmm. and then there's just the one brother left and tonto <laughs> saves him but then i think it gets a little weird because i think you know lone ranger always uses silver bullets and i think right. he actually has to this time because there's like werewolves in this movie what <laughs> yeah. you fucking serious no i think there's like some kind of werebeasts what that that all right wait 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 i didn't watch the trailer because i was you know i've seen many like uh, production stills and behind the scenes of like yeah. you know like johnny depp is tonto and that's the, how they're selling it but like if there's werewolves i would actually really be interested in going yeah that's the rumor is that there's wow. werewolves of some sort and that's why he's got to use silver bullets but they're really uh playing that down they haven't really admitted to that but like the original when they shut down a year ago that was part of the issue and stuff so no oh, because werewolves <laughs> When I turned four years old, I had a Lone Ranger birthday cake. So I will be seeing this movie. <laughs> that rules. That's so funny because I grew up not watching the Lone Ranger, but watching um, Old Zorro on like like five in the morning on ABC. Well, see, at one point they had one of the first cartoons we used to watch was the Lone Ranger Zorro Tarzan show. Oh. And they each Wait. had 10-minute episodes for a half-hour show. 
Really? Yeah, they were like the original action heroes. I I, did, I have no memory of that show, it's, and I've seen them all. It's fucking cool. Wow, I got to look that up. Yeah, it was awesome. All right, number nine, Man of Steel, a.k.a. Superman, but we don't want to call it <laughs> Superman because every movie called Superman blows. So yes. we're going to call it Man of Steel and start over. June well, 14th. Well, speak, speaking of start over, I mean, the, the director came out and said, hey, guess what, guys? No lame crypt, uh, kryptonite. Awesome. And no Lex Luthor. Awesome. Yeah. I was like, you know, those are the two things that I really dislike about every Superman movie. Yeah. They always got to make him weak to bring him down for villains. And this time they're just like, no, we'll make villains as tough as him and beat the shit out of him. Awesome. Yeah. And even, uh, you know, I thought it was lame, General Zod, you mm-hmm. know, uh, previously. And now I'm thinking, oh, okay. All right. So it's just uh, another super beast for him to uh, beat the crap out of. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, it does do the origin, so hopefully it doesn't drag for the first 45 minutes, but there is going to be origin stories and shit like that. But, uh, you know, it's number nine on the list. I probably have to see it. And it's kind of one of those things where uh, it might be disappointing or it might be sneaky good. You know, Christopher Nolan did come on late as a producer, Mm -hmm. consultant. So, you know, no kryptonite. I think it might be all right. You know what? Uh, I had to laugh because... I watched the, the third official trailer where Lois Lane is uh, talking to him. Right. And she's like, what's with the S? And mm-hmm. he's like, it's not an S. <laughs> <laughs> On my whole planet, this means fucking blow me. Yeah. I like that. That was cool that it wasn't an S. I like that it was a Kryptonian yeah. symbol. Like, that made uh, more sense to me. I was like, oh, that's a good choice. I mean, I really just wanted her to say, like, it's an <clears throat> S. Look at it. It's an S. Yeah. How long have you been on this planet? It's yeah. an S. It's an S for stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, I've got some hope. And, oh, they also messed with the origin because they're going to show what happened to Krypton. And in this version, uh, Superman's father, played by Russell Crowe, actually eats all the food on Krypton and they starve to death. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they put Superman into a rocket. Uh, not to shoot him to Earth to save him, you know, but just to save him from Russell Crowe eating him. That's right. He's like, get in my belly. <laughs> Is that the baby? <laughs> so, yeah. So, you know, they are messing with the comics a little bit. But, uh, you know, I, I approve. <laughs> you know, I approve of Russell Crowe's beard. Keep the beard going. Yes. All guys you know? that get fat later must usually wear a beard. The George Lucas, we call it. You know, I think he's just carrying on the uh, the super tradition that Marlon Brando uh, set of having an extremely fat um Jor-El that uh, was totally masked by uh girdles oh and and, and, uh, and wearing a upshots. wristwatch or <laughs> 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 a continuity person fucking missed it oh no <laughs> <laughs> all right number eight i had to have one girly movie on here because my wife will drag me to one but this is the one i wouldn't mind being dragged to it's called the heat june 28th this is the comedy with sandra bullock and melissa mccarthy okay they're two cops mm-hmm. so it's basically miss congeniality three Okay. But I saw the preview, and Melissa McCarthy's funny. She was the only really funny thing from Bridesmaids. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, Sandra Bullock, everyone, you know, if you had to go see one fucking date movie this summer, just go to the heat, kind of laugh at it, and then you're good, and then just go watch all these action movies the rest of the summer and be like, I took you to the heat, woman. <laughs> God, I got my back. Jeez. Now, as soon as you get out of the movie theater, you'd be like, now get in the kitchen. <laughs> and what and turn and like, on the heat and make me some pie <laughs> that's right <laughs> Be like and then turn on the ac it's too hot yeah mm. you know no i'm looking uh, no i'm watching the trailer right now as you speak it does look like miss congeniality 3 Sa- sandra bullock plays the uh the straight woman and then the uh and then the other woman what was her name um, Melissa mccarthy yeah Melissa mccarthy plays the uh fat woman yeah, and she's really good. She does good physical comedy. She was pretty funny in Bridesmaids. She took a hot diarrhea in the sink, which was pretty funny. Was it called The Sink? No, no, no. Oh, no like in Bridesmaids. the Bridesmaids, she took a hot diarrhea dump <laughs> in the sink, and it, it was good. Um, yeah, Sandra Bullock, she's like uptight. No one likes her, and then you got Melissa McCarthy's crazy. I don't know. As soon as my wife saw it, she was laughing her ass off, and I was like, eh, I can fucking do it. It this doesn't like... involve Channing Tatum making out with a chick in the rain, so I can do it. <laughs> <laughs> this is like, oh, dude, this is like a buddy cop movie, but with women. It's the future. Exactly, man. So embrace change. Yeah, dude. I can't believe it. This is awesome. This is like this is like 20 years ago, 80s uh, buddy cop movie yeah. with chicks kicking ass. It, I mean, to, to be honest, you know, I'm joking about it, but it does look funny. So totally. I recommend it. All right. Number seven, R.I.P.D. 
Yeah, wait, now, now you know R.I.P.D. is based off a comic. Yes. Well, yeah. they prefer to call them graphic novels. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, for this one, I, I think the comic book people are like, God, please, please not suck. Oh, bit. you got Jeff Bridges, you got the dude. I mean, all right, so for anyone who doesn't know, that means it's the rest in peace department. These are uh, dead cops. Kind of like a, almost like a, a Japanese anime thing. Dead cops come back, and now they protect us from uh, monsters and shit. It's cool. Dead cops killing monsters. I dig that. I just think um, Jeff Bridges, I think this... Ryan Reynolds <laughs> together, buddy cop comedy. <laughs> no, absolutely, absolutely. And you know, like uh, there, you have like the baby face, and then you have um, um, uh, Bridges' stain character from like Iron Man. Cool. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's supposed to be like a, he died in the 1800s, so he's he looks 1800-ish. So. Dude, where where the hell was uh was Blades old buddy for that man? Where that was Chris Christopherson? I almost feel like this is kind of like almost like a cool Men in Black. Yeah, I mean, Men in Black they weren't dead, but you know they were cops that you didn't know about that present uh, protected you from monsters you didn't know about. So I think it's mm-hmm. like that, but cooler. You know, so Ryan cool. Reynolds is Will Smith, and mm-hmm. Jeff Bridges is uh, Tommy Lee Jones. I feel like as long as they don't pull something horrible and like make uh, make uh, Constantine have black hair, that hopefully the nerd community will be appeased. Yeah, I I think it's because it's comes out July nineteenth. You know, it's number seven on the list. Cool. I think it'll be fun. Uh, number six. This is one of two. Um, the world is ending movies that I'm going to see this summer. Okay. And there are three out there this summer. The oh, world is ending. There are three The World is Ending comedies coming out this summer. I will actually be seeing two of them. Number number six on my list is called This is the End, June 12th. This is um, all like the funny actors uh, mm-hmm. in Hollywood, like Danny McBride, a.k.a. Kenny Powers, a.k.a. the fucking best <laughs> guy of all time. I want to party with yes. this guy. Him, mm-hmm. uh, Jason Segel, uh, James Franco, Jonah Hill. Uh, that little wimpy guy that's in all the movies with them. <laughs> like, they're all right. having a party, and they're all playing themselves. So they're all yes. pretending that they're actually calling themselves Jonah Hill and James Franco. They're all having a party, and then the world ends. And they look outside, and they're like, holy shit. And, uh, you know, so that's, you know, they're very just, like, in the moment, a lot of improv, a lot of swearing, and then they die, they die terribly. Like, Michael Sarah gets, like, a rock dropped on him, and he dies in the preview. <laughs> but that's after he, like, smacks Rihanna in the ass, and she bitch slaps him at a party. <laughs> so it just looks like these guys just like fucked around and had fun with it. And it's like, you know, this is awesome. A lot of these guys aren't really that good by themselves, a.k.a. James Franco. Yeah. But together, fucking around. So Seth Rogen is in this. In fact, I think he wrote it. And they're all like busting each other's balls for like the shitty movies they're in. They're like, oh, yeah, good job of Green Hornet, dick. <laughs> so uh, I think this is going to be good. Like, you know, I've, I've been looking. I've heard about this movie like, like a year and a half ago. And then I saw the Red Band uh, trailer. It looks funny. So I'm going to go see This is the End. Like I said, number one of the world-ending movies that I'm going to see this summer. They had a, they had a great uh, spoof trailer on April Fool's Day where they, where they, basically, uh, they, were, they basically had like two minutes of like a fake trailer for a fake movie. Oh, yeah. They were in like a bunker. It was like, no, it was like Pine- Pineapple Express Part 2. Oh, yeah, that one. See, they've come up with a couple of fake trailers. Oh, my bad. Yeah, Pineapple Express 2. Exactly. So see James Frank will be funny for the first time since Pineapple Express. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, when he was when they were doing Pineapple Express 2, I was like, oh, man, that's the James Franco that I miss. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, he is only funny when he's being funny. When he takes yeah. himself seriously, it's just not good. No, and it's kind of silly. I, I was just I was just taking a car ride with somebody. Uh, I, have, I still haven't seen Oz yet, and I was like, oh, how was it? Because a bunch of, bunch of our friends, um, you know, puppeteer friends uh we're we're like really excited about it because it's very famous puppeteer good friend of ours did the uh, china doll uh character oh she was pretty cool i saw the movie china doll was cool yeah that that apparently was the highlight for many many people yeah china doll might have been the coolest character yeah and and and, uh and but she she just told me just flat out just like the writing was god awful she hated james franco anyway so it just really didn't make the movie for her and yeah just i hate james franco he almost kind of worked for me because the Wizard of Oz is a charlatan. He's a fake. He's a phony. And that's yeah. exactly what James Franco, in my opinion, is. <laughs> so it kind of worked. <laughs> They're like, Joe, James Franco, be yourself and just pretend you're awesome. And you're, we all know you're not. 
Perfect. Got it. <laughs> Nailed it. Pretend you're a magician that doesn't have powers. Perfect. He ne- he needs to do like a buddy flick with like uh, Shia LaBeouf. Oh, you nice. know what I mean? Like the two actors we respect the least <laughs> together at last. And it's of course is only appropriate after we've gotten our fifty thousandth download that we once again bring up how much we hate Shia LaBeouf because man that guy sucks a <laughs> dick did you see what his latest thing is no no he was me. trying to be serious on Broadway and really? he was in a play with Alec Baldwin <clears throat> but they uh got into a bunch of arguments oh so Alec Baldwin got him fired oh shit and then Shia LaBeouf is like was like uh printing out all these emails that went back and forth between Alec Baldwin and him and like put them out online for everyone to see and stuff and then oh damn Shia LaBeouf is like yo I'll respect him as an actor, but me and him, we had we didn't have issues as actors. We had issues as men. <laughs> we we had issues as men, you know. Like Shia Booth loves to call himself a man. You need to treat me like a man. We had issues as men. It's like fuck you. He's well, maybe he's tiny. Maybe he's got the little man complex where he, you know, starts fights in bars and uh, tries to, uh, you know, have like a pissing contest with people. Yeah, so anyways, so they replaced him and then with a different actor. And then on opening night, Shia LaBeouf bought uh, tickets in the front row center stage. It was like, whoa, whoa, during the play and like smacking his hand on the stage, whoa, like over cheering. Holy, sh- wow, what a douche. That's what a man does. Dude, you will never work in this town again yeah. if you're a monkey like that. Oh, my God. Fucking hate Wow. I, d- I didn't even know that. That's that's crazy. Yeah. Like I said, in honor of our 50,000th download, we once again, if you're just tuning in for the very first time, we hate Shia LaBeouf. Damn. <laughs> he sucks. That's cold. <laughs> I mean, I, I just can't get over that. Wow, that's crazy. I mean, like, even if you get, like, screwed, you know, you don't, like be like a prissy bitch back because everybody remembers like retaliation man yeah it's like you know don't go there under false pretenses that you were just cheering for everyone else that was there like because you really liked it come on dude you're just trying to make people uncomfortable come on so so anyways child booth is not in this is the end but my number five movie this is no brainer iron man three it kicks off summer movie season comes out may 3rd like i said the beginning of every summer movie season, I always take that Friday afternoon off. I go to theater. I watch it. I will be mm-hmm. watching Iron Man 3 in a couple weeks. Dude, me too. I, I was I was listening to somebody talk about it on the radio. There's Iron Man 3 ad because it's just everywhere. And I'm also sad that, you know, that, um, you know, that, that the Tony Stark we've grown to know and love, this will be like his last adventure and then it'll be get replaced. Well, I think he's going to do Avengers 2. I, 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 well, unless it's been updated, he said... He said it was not going to do Avengers 2. But you did hear that he made $50 million on Avengers 1. Well, fucking pay him $100 million. They made a billion. Well, the, well what I'm saying is he has a back-end deal. So when Avengers did so well, he got $50 million out of it. There's no way he's not doing Avengers 2 because he's going to get another $50 million. He better. Well, that's the thing is, you know, the, the rumors were circulating. I, you know, I haven't checked in in like a couple weeks. I'm going to do that right now. It's just so no, I'm not, his, not like recording his, a, a false his thing. His contract is up after Iron Man 3. Yes. But I guarantee you he does Avengers 2 and then stops. Yeah. I, guarantee, I mean, no actor is going to turn down $50 million. No. Yeah, nobody. no, exactly. That's just, that's, wow. <laughs> that's a lot of cocaine. <laughs> so, no, this looks good. Iron Man 2, let's face it, enough time is gone. We can look at it objectively. Iron Man 2 sucked. I, I liked it. I still like it. I've yeah. watched. I've watched it like three times, and I'm like, you know what? That was good. Yeah. I, I thought Mickey Rourke sucked. You know the Russian. I want my bird. Yeah. Yeah. He I wasn't mean, that cool at all. He's stupid. As as a villain, I mean, no, he didn't. He didn't do that much. But I thought the whole concept was was fresh. You know, like it was decent. Like. It, you know, it kind of had the same thing as Bane. You know, like a dude working in the shadows, but he was just like some guy. You know, he mm-hmm. didn't have, like, this crazy master plan or anything. He was just like, wow, um, I've just kind of been set up with this amazing thing where I can, you know, totally uh, take my revenge. And everybody around, every, the whole cast was awesome. Oh, I really like the other bad guy. I always forget his name. Oh, he was uh, the one that Hammer. Played, like, Hammer, yeah. Fucking, uh, God, he was, the like, the lead psychopath in Seven Psychopaths, and he was so good in it. Wow. I'm embarrassed that I can't think of his name. But he played the number one teenage Foot Clan goon in the original Ninja Turtles movie. No. The guy at the end when Casey Jones was trying to free Splinter, and, and he was like, come on, guys, get him. Let's get him. And Casey Jones was like, 
you family? You call this a family? Like that that guy <laughs> is Hammer from Iron Man 2. Dude, that was awesome. That wispy mustache man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's fucking him. Isn't that crazy? That's awesome, dude. Yeah, what a career. <laughs> it's cool. Oh, so, yeah. amazing. I like that guy as an actor. He's. Uh, I'll see a lot of other stuff that he's in it now. Ever since Seven Psychopaths, he was so good. And Iron Man 2. But yeah, oh. Iron Man 3, let's face it, the Mandarin looks cool. Tony Stark gets his ass kicked, and he's like, oh, I'll, you know, I like when Tony Stark just speaks off the cuff. He's like, this is about revenge. Mm-hmm. I'm coming for you. You know, a little WWE, a little Hulkamania in there. I was like, yeah. all right. A lot of Iron Men uh, show Tons. up at the end. That looks fun. Oh, absolutely. So. And, and like, and I don't know how much they've been pushing this or if they're keeping it a secret, but like, I love the progression of Iron Man through these movies. You know, we're seeing like the progression of the Iron Man uh, through the comics represented like in the first one we see like the original steel suit and then he upgrades and then uh iron man 2 he has to upgrade again you know creating his own uh element which is really cool and now iron man 3 he's come to the part where he's controlling uh his suit and everything else with his mind yeah i think this is they're using his ultimate ultimate Mm -hmm. comics form or something now so no this looks cool iron man movies are good so obviously and it's the first even if it sucked I always go see the first summer movie, and it's Iron Man 3, so it just works out good. A couple years ago, it forced me to go see Wolverine. <laughs> yeah. Well, here we go. You know, I'm looking at an interview that was posted three days ago, and looks like looks like Downey is uh, Robert Downey Jr. is saying he would likely be back for Avengers 2 because he likes being a company man. No, he likes $50 million, and his, <laughs> and his ego is already thinking this. All right. If I don't do Iron Man and some schmo comes in and plays Iron Man and it makes another billion dollars, am I really not going to be in a movie that's possibly going to be like the second highest grossing movie of all time? Right. And this other guy gets, you know, a ton of money. There's no way. His ego and his check is not going to, you know, I'm not bashing him because those are the two reasons why I would do it too. I mean, he's been, but he has been Iron Man to all of us, to like the entire world. Uh, like, as an actor, as a person, I mean, uh, for, like, the last uh, how, how many years since Iron Man 1 came out? Probably like You six. know, like, I'm sure that's got to wear on you as a, as an actor. I mean, he's done, every once in a while, you'll see, like, pictures of him, like, dressed up, uh, you know, as Tony Stark with, like, like an Iron Man gauntlet or something with, like, Make-A-Wish kids or just, like, making appearances at, like, big comic book venues and stuff like that. I mean, uh, I could understand, you know, after a while of, like, playing a certain part... You know, like either you're you're down with it and it's it's you and it's your thing and you've embraced it, or you know you want to make sure that you go out like uh, on a good note, not like a sour one. Yeah, but keep in mind, he did go out on a sour note. He was in no movies. He was getting arrested for drugs and accidentally stumbling into people's houses and yeah. lying in their cribs. Like <laughs> he was done in Hollywood. Yeah. And then Iron Man relaunched his career, and then he did two Sherlock Holmes movies and a couple other things like Iron and- Man made him again so and and uh tropic thunder oh fuck tropic thunder was so good <laughs> so fucking good yeah so you know it was a lot to iron man anyways number four here's the second movie i'm gonna see that has involves the world ending and in fact it's called the world's end august 23rd this completes the blood and ice cream trilogy you may remember this from Shaun of the dead and hot fuzz here is the third one with simon Pegg, the world's end this time, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost, they're old buddies. The world is going to end, and they decide to go on this amazing uh, bar crawl that they did when they were in college. <laughs> so as everyone else is dying, they're trying to complete this bar crawl. Sold. I'm done. I got it. Awesome. I love Shaun of the Dead. Loved Hot Fuzz. Mm-hmm. And I'm fully prepared to love whatever this movie is about. <laughs> they well, won't dude, fuck it up. I mean, even, even that movie with the uh, alien, what was it called? Like, uh, Dave? uh paul paul yeah even even paul was watchable because they were in it yeah exactly i mean they're really good at at sending up other hollywood stereotypical movies Mm -hmm. so this one will be this one will be fantastic it's not for everyone but if you love those other two movies like i did then clearly you're gonna go see this movie no absolutely dude i mean like i i think um shawn of the dead was something really special because it connected with uh fans fans of zombies and just geeks in general you know just like with like all these tropes and all these things that just been like building and percolating all the you know all these great in jokes for a long time and they did great service to that i i only feel like like i hope that 
they do the same justice to this kind of genre, like the end of the world kind of genre film with their movie. I think I think they'll do good. And it's like, and for people out there that really can't understand or just don't like British movies or British comedy <laughs> movies, these are the only British guys that you will find funny. You know, so if you're a typical mm-hmm. American, you're like, oh, Ricky Gervais, what the fuck? You know, Mr. Bean, this shit isn't funny. Watch these guys. These guys represent England better than anybody for us Americans. <laughs> you will like these guys. You know, it's so funny, man. I watched I watched uh, Mr. Old Mr. Bean Adventure yeah. uh, like last month with my wife, and she was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> and I was like, no, it's funny. It was funny 15 years ago. Oh, man, it's not. it does not hold up. The highlight of the Mr. Bean movie back in 97 was on our way out of the movie theater. We stole a 12-foot-tall Mr. Bean. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, One of those, uh, it was a poster, but it's one of those things that sticks to glass windows. And we went, and ripped it off and fucking ran to the parking lot with a giant Mr. Bean flapping in the wind behind us. Oh, my God. We're like, like, that movie wasn't good enough. We need something else to make this uh, trip worth it. We're like, we're fucking taking the 12-foot bean. (laughs) Oh, <laughs> I liked, you know, what? I, I thought for the Mr. Bean movie, it had it had the guy from Ghostbusters 2 in it uh, as the straight man. Uh-huh. Uh, what's his name? Who was, you know, who was like possessed by Vigo uh, through Ghostbusters 2. Yeah. But uh, I thought he was like the low point of the movie, but like the heist at the end of the movie made it all worth it. Yeah. Like the reverse heist where he like... <laughs> accidentally like um accidentally erases a famous like the face of a famous painting and then has to re-put it into the uh high-tech security place yeah it was like uh whatchamacallit another another like decent but like not so great uh slapstick comedy was like uh the mr magoo movie with uh, liam neeson Uh, not liam neeson uh what's his name I know what you're talking about. Leslie yes. Nielsen. Leslie Nielsen, thank you. <laughs> I can, can you fucking imagine Mr. Magoo as Liam Neeson from Taken? Yes. <laughs> I can fucking see very clearly. I have a particular set of skills. That's right. He's like, <laughs> get away. He's breaking necks. He'll break anybody's necks. Yeah, there's a reason you got to watch out for Mr. Magoo. Oh, my God. Oh, my God I just... had your life. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to see Liam Neeson re- reboot Mr. Magoo. I want to. I want to see him. I want to see Liam Neeson do slapstick. I mean, like he was awesome. The one, the one uh, improv sketch he did on uh, Life's Too Short. Yeah, which is typically a terrible English comedy that no Americans understand. But that one part with Liam Neeson was hilarious. Oh yeah, dude! And thank goodness they put that online for everybody to enjoy for free. Yeah, no, that was pretty good. Oh man, yes, it was excellent. All right, here's we're getting in the top three guys. Top three, number three, coming out August sixteenth. Kickass two. Dude, the trailers actually look really good. This trailer looked fucking awesome. Yeah. Like, I wonder, you know, Kick-Ass, the first Kick-Ass, it was great. I had never read the comics, but uh, I went and saw it, and I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. I mean, of course, Nick Cage, yes, yes, yes. Yes, yeah, <laughs> playing Batman, yeah. <laughs> yeah, a little biased there. But no, <laughs> overall, it's a pretty good movie. It was funny, but it was also very serious at, at times. Um, but when they announced Kick-Ass 2, I was like, there can't be anything left. Then I saw the trailer. I was like, holy shit, this is good. I was like, it made Jim Carrey look good. Although one of our listeners was like, Jim Carrey has never been bad. I'm like, fuck that, Mr. Popper's Penguins. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, was it fun with Dick and Jane? Yeah. Uh. Okay. Anyways, kick ass. Yeah, Jim Carrey looks awesome in this. Hit Girl's back. Um, Red Mist is back mm-hmm. as like the main villain. So this looks good. So I'm really looking forward to kick ass too. Cool. No, like I said, trailer trailer looked awesome jim carrey i was like is that jim carrey damn yeah i know it's like oh it's funny and different so uh yeah kick-ass 2 august 16th you know go if you like kick-ass 1 clearly this is gonna be more of the same it's gonna be great oh yeah tons of crazy comic book violence yeah um these last two you know there's no more surprises in this list (laughs) number two would be uh star trek into darkness coming out may 17th i mean what can you say the Star Trek reboot was awesome. It took a crumbling age-old geriatric franchise, poopy pants, and just made it amazing. You know, Star Trek movies were always terrible. And mm-hmm. then they rebooted it, and they were like, holy shit, this is awesome. And your yeah. hero was hot. And Spock <laughs> kicked ass. And, you know, like, this is really good. So I watched, like, one trailer, and I've been trying to avoid them ever since. To not know too much about it, but they, I still think they, they do a pretty good job of not giving away secrets. But whatever it is, I know I'm going to like it. 
Oh, yeah. Actually, same thing, man. Like, uh, I actually watched Man of Steel trailer because I'm like, I don't really give a crap about, you know, the story that much. You know, mm-hmm. it's been leaked. But, uh, no, I will. I have stayed away like the freaking plague from uh, Star Trek Into Darkness trailers. Because, yeah. you know, that's like that's what I really enjoyed about the first one was, like, it was a kick-ass action flick, but, like, you were not expecting, uh, you know, the story to go where it went. Yeah. No, that was... I think it's going to be great. Like I said, they're, they're very tight-lipped on who the bad guy is. Don't care. Because mm. I know he'll be cool. Yeah. Like, they, they kept saying it was, like... God, some guy with, like, a regular name. <laughs> it's, like, Cumberbatch. Or, or yeah. no, that might have been the actor who's playing him. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Robert Cumberbatch. Yeah. Yeah, I, for your souls. Yeah, it's, like, Sherlock from BBC is playing uh, the bad guy, so... All right, it's cool. Bring on the autistic British bad guy. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't care if this is con or not. Doesn't matter because it's gonna be cool. It's gonna be a great movie. Mm-hmm. I'm sold. May seventeenth. Got it. Second movie I'll be seeing this summer. Can we? Can somebody please do like a comedy movie? Can can like Nick Frost and Simon Pegg get together and spoof all the Star Trek movies one through six? Please. That would be that, cool. That's what I want to see. I mean, Simon Pegg's in this Star Trek movie as Scotty, so I know it's easy. Yeah. Who better than him to do it? It was like, you know, um, uh, on Broadway right now, I just heard a radio ad for it, there's this, uh, there's a, a play called Potted Potter, which is like the Harry Potter movies one through seven spoof musical theater. Really? Yeah. yeah. And I was like, well, it actually sounds, uh, so, that sounds great. I would definitely want to be interested in going to see that. And I was like, why the hell hasn't somebody done that with like Star Trek movies one through six? There's so much there. Is there though? I mean... Harry, yeah. Potter, Harry Potter, shit happens that I can recall right to you right now in all yeah. these movies. Star Trek, God, there's like three or four movies where I'm hard pressed to even tell you what happened in them, and I saw them. <laughs> but that's it. I mean, that could be the joke, Eric. That's that's the whole thing. It's like they'd be like Star Trek Five, Star Trek Six, you know, like <laughs> moving on. I, I still remember, like in middle school, the day before Christmas, they had a big school wide party, and they gave you two options. They said, okay. We're going to have a dance in the gym, and you can go to the dance, or in the cafeteria, we're going to play a Star Trek movie. Ooh. <laughs> at, one, <laughs> at one point, I stuck my head into the cafeteria just to see who was in there. Zero people <laughs> were in the Star Trek movie cafeteria. Everyone was in the dance. Even people that don't like going to dances or felt insecure at a dance we're all at the dance because no one was going to go see that fucking star trek movie no dude it's like come on you can't you like you can't convince teenagers to go watch a movie instead of like awkwardly kind of shuffle around next to the opposite sex i almost feel like maybe the principal was like a super genius he's like you know what we don't really have enough chaperones and stuff let's just let's do something that will force all of them into the gym and make our life easier all right put on a fucking star trek movie and make that the option that's great. Dude. You know, it's kind of like, great. do you want peanut butter and jelly or do you want three week old tuna fish? Yeah. Oh, dude, peanut butter and jelly sounds yeah. great. Good, because that's all we got. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so that's number two. And clearly, number one, we've had boners about this for two years now Pacific Rim. Ah, uh, yes. Coming out July 12th. Robots versus monsters. I mean. This movie can't fail. It's going to be awesome. It can. No, let's not get that wrong. No. It can. It can. It can fail. It cannot fail. Absolutely can. We've seen Godzilla and other movie monster uh, movies fail, but we've also seen ones that have surprised us in various ways. Yeah. Like Cloverfield. I was very surprised when that when I finally saw that movie. Yeah. I just hate hate found footage movies. I don't. I don't think it was bad. I also own the camera they shot it on, so I was like, uh, yeah, "Yeah, go Panasonic!" But I bet you didn't shake it so fucking much when you taped stuff. <laughs> God, and they just keep coming up with reasons to leave it on and to talk to it. Exactly. Well, I mean, yes, yes, you have to get over that. You know, just like who the hell would have their camera on? And, and the let, let's 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 not mince words. The HVX is a heavy camera. Yeah. I've I've done shoots. In fact, I was just telling somebody I was down in uh, New Orleans shooting um, shooting for like eight hours with a handheld camera. I was like, my arms and my back were killing me. Mm. There's no yeah. way that dude was lugging that around. No, I mean, but those other movies that you talked about, you know, that failed, didn't have a kick-ass director. It's true. However, Guillermo del Toro is not bomb-proof. Yeah, but, I mean, he's going to do a good job because this is what he wants to do. You know, he did Hellboy, he did Pan's Labyrinth. Like, he, he wanted to do this movie. He's going to do a good job in it. I really hope he does. You know, he's, you know, when I watched Hellboy, I was kind of disappointed at first because of, I mean, for, what was that? 
Oh, sorry. I was I uh, <laughs> leaned my arm on a Gatorade bottle. Nice, delicious, thirst-quenching Gatorade <laughs> that I would love to do ads for. Mm, electrolytes plus carbs replenish vital nutrients and energy. Dude, you know you know who's gonna be pushing Gatorade? What's that? Uh, who played uh, Django in uh, Django Unchained? Jamie Fox. Jamie Foxx is going to be pushing Gatorade. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2 is going to come out. He'd be like, check this out. Electrolytes. <laughs> yeah. No, he's going to be... The, one of the cool things you have to remember about the Hellboy series is that he went opposite of George Lucas and used actual monsters rather than digital effects. I will swear up and down that I love that man for those choices, for practical effects. However, Hellboy 2 kind of sucked. Yes. I agree. But it looked cool. And uh, yeah, I know, I know. And Hellboy, and, and I love the way that they shot it. Hellboy 1 wasn't that great. It didn't really hold up. See, though, he didn't have everything he needed back then. What do you now mean? Now he does. Pacific Rim, he's got the money, he's got the talent. But let's face it, this is his, even if this movie isn't that good, it's going to look awesome, and that's going to be good enough. I mean, I'm expecting oh. like a decent summer popcorn, popcorn flick where there's like a few dick jokes and monsters and robots throwing down, and that better be the whole frickin' movie with the emphasis not on the human actors outside of the robots not kicking ass. It's gonna be. You know good. what I mean? We we know it's gonna be good. I don't know. I'm 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 on I'm on the rim about it. Nah, it's gonna be yeah. good. I'm gonna be there. It's gonna be awesome. Okay. So, those are the ten I'm gonna watch. Uh, feel free to get on our Facebook page and let us know what movies that I left out that you're going to go see. Probably dumb ones. <laughs> I mean, like, it's not like these are the only good movies. You know, there'll be a couple. Like, I told you the ones I'm going to go to the theater and see. I told you the ones I'm going to rent. I didn't tell you there's probably another four movies that I'll watch on HBO for free when they come out, like Grown Ups 2 or The Internship. <laughs> the Internship? You know? Yeah, it's like uh, Wedding Crashers Part 2. It's Vince Vaughn wow. and uh, Owen Wilson. Nice. Ten years later. So, you know, there's still a couple other movies out there. You know, the Matt Damon uh, Elysium, however you pronounce it, that could very well be awesome. Right. I mean, so could the uh, uh, Tom Cruise, Morgan Freeman, Oblivion. Well, that just came out today. Yes. So, I mean, it doesn't count as a summer movie. Oh, I'm just saying, like, you know, that could be awesome. I will never know. Yeah, and I'm obviously I'm skipping the kids' movies, like Monster University and uh, the fucking uh, sequel... With the character Gru. Oh, Gru. Wait, the caveman movie? No, 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 no. It's uh, with Nick Cage as the. Uh... No, 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 no. Like the guy's name is Gru, but the movie's not called Gru. He was like oh, a super yeah, yeah, villain. Yeah, the, um, the super villain thing. Uh, yeah. It's yeah. like scoundrel or fucking. <laughs> Despicable Me. Despicable Me, yeah. Despicable Me too. with those little minions. They're funny. You know, no, I'm not putting any kid movies on this thing, so. I'll watch I, I, them all for free on HBO. Have you. Have you uh, taken your kid to the theater yet? No, no, too young. How? Uh, when are you gonna do it? I'm gonna wait until he can really appreciate it. I mean, he can watch TV now. He fucking loves Mickey Mouse. <laughs> this is killing me. <laughs> Disney man, Disney brainwashes children. Uh, but I'm gonna wait until he's, he's old enough, until he's sentient. Mm-hmm. I think, and then I'm gonna take him to the movies to like just blow his mind. Word. So maybe like Star Wars Eight. <laughs> oh, there you go. Well, seven's coming out in a couple of years. Yeah, yeah, it might be too early for that for him, but maybe Star, maybe Star Wars eight. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, but uh, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, if you if we want, we could do another episode. We won't get fifty thousand downloads for it, but I could uh, I could review the bullshit children's television I watch with them in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, here here's what we do: we watch Disney Channel for like fifteen minutes. I get really bored, and we turn on Robot Combat League. Yeah. It's awesome. I DVR it. We watch it Saturday mornings with Chris Jericho. And I, get, I even get him to do it with me. We do the countdown. We go in the air with our fingers. We go, three, two, one, robots. He loves <laughs> Robot Combat League. So good. By the way, Robot Combat League is down to the finals. Oh, damn. The Decepticon-looking Scorpio actually just got upset in the semifinals and, and got crushed. So now it's down to Crash versus Steel Cyclone. Mm. George Lucas's fat daughter got eliminated immediately. Sadly, fat. Come on, dude, it's muscle weight. Yeah, actually, it probably is muscle weight because she's an MMA fighter. So yeah, sorry. George Lucas is fat. His daughter's not fat. That That's was actually correct. pretty rude of me to say. I apologize. <laughs> apologize. She will. That. She will kick George your ass. George Lucas's dude. daughter got eliminated right away. But if she had mm. been in the ring against the robot, she probably would have held her own. 
Oh, yeah, dude. Because of all the fat. Ah. <laughs> ah, ah, you thought I was going to be polite? <laughs> no, this podcast. <laughs> 50,000, bitch. <laughs> oh, dude. Do you remember? I, I don't know if it was, uh, if it was on Jackass. <laughs> I don't know if it was Jackass. I think it was Jackass the show where they're like, okay, Johnny Knoxville, we're going to take you to Japan to, to go up against uh, a Chinese female kickboxer oh yeah and and just when she entered the room you're like he's going to die oh yeah no i think it was in russia like they beat the shit out of him in russia oh my god it was just like seriously the thighs on that lady could like i mean like just the muscle of thighs kickboxing it was just like holy crap yeah it was bad Whew. but yeah we love watching robot combat like unfortunately the finals is uh this tuesday so probably today if you're listening to this on tuesday Wow. So you got to watch it, man. Crash for Steel Cyclone. My money's on Crash. <laughs> you know, you got you to be like uh, my friend uh, Ricky Henry, who uh, he got his kid into wrestling at a very, very young age, like two. Oh, okay. Yeah, and, uh, and he released this video because his kid is like a super wrestling fan. They watch it together. He released this video of his kid doing an, an impression of every single one of the WWE wrestlers. Oh, nice. And it went crazy viral. Oh, really? Yeah, just like overnight, and it's like an adorable toddler does adorable impressions of WWE uh, wrestlers. Oh, that's cool. I want to check that out. Yeah, and he, uh, I think he uh, he also sells a book, uh, you know, that he just like like wrote wrote himself like a you know kids book ebook that's basically just like all about kids and wrestling. Mm, that's fun. Mm-hmm. I will link it on our podcast wall Sweet. on our Facebook wall. Why not? Yeah, man, we're big time now. Fifty thousand, yo. Woo! That's right. You know, it's like it's like that Vin Diesel mob movie when he talks about having 500 street fights. That really makes you a man. Yes. 50,000 downloads. That's when you really know what kind of show you are. You know? <laughs> That's what you know. That's when you know when you got it. 50,000. 50,000. That's it, huh? So, yeah. Thanks for, uh, you know, thanks for letting us trick you into clicking on us. <laughs> oh, thanks th- thanks for flipping and enjoying our podcast yes thank you for that also i would to say like this doing this podcast with you is just fun every week i just enjoy talking to you uh it's, it's always fun but but just by doing this podcast we've been afforded some things that i never would have been able to do without it oh yeah like we got free press passes to new york comic-con that's true. Dude, that was show. awesome hanging out with you. All yeah. right. All right. We're getting a little nostalgic. All right. All right. Well, uh, and then one time, uh, somebody sent me some stuff in the mail, and it wasn't dog shit. <laughs> yeah. You got the Decepticon <laughs> logo. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty nice. All right. And then uh, we used our podcast credibility to interview the original voice of Bumblebee from Transformers G1. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Like, yeah, how, dude. How amazing is that? I got, the, <laughs> I got to finally vent about the movie sucking, and he vented about it too. <laughs> uh, yeah. Wait, what, what episode number was that? Ah, shit, I don't that know. Was like, I think that was in the 70s. I know, it's on iTunes. I know it was like February or March of 2012. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, that was fucking cool. He had Word. the same issues I did. So, yeah, we've gotten to do some cool stuff. We got to do a panel at uh, MAGFest. Yeah, hopefully they'll have us back. Because of our podcast. So it's like, (laughs) and uh, just getting all the fan art from our listeners when we've occasionally done little projects and stuff, like seeing Freddy Krueger getting his ass kicked by an ostrich. (laughs) Like some of the fan art that people do for us is amazing. I fucking love that shit. Dude, yeah. Remember the time I gave away my video game collection? That's right. Pieces at a time. Yeah, I still, I still wonder if that guy who won it was 13 years old or not. No, I think he is. Maybe. He actually just convinced his sister to buy Fat Vampire Slayer. Oh, was that him? Awesome. Which, by the way, I guess if we hadn't done this show, I never would have written that book for it, which, uh, which 40 people have now enjoyed. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah. hey, go knock out this hot dog money. Oh, exactly. Exactly. Like I said, it's now two good humor ice cream bars. Um, but yeah, he said his sister Dude, never I think we've been doing... Oh, sorry, We've been doing this podcast so long that we're starting to break up. Ah, shit. Okay, well, anyways, I love doing the show. It's fun, and I'm glad that... Uh, all right, I, I, I couldn't hear that, but all right, peace out, and we'll see you next week. All right, bye. Jumpman engage. I find your lack of faith disturbing. One shall stand, 